the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings. It's meeting time. And today we're going to continue our introduction of the fourth step of recovery, a spiritual principle found in Scripture that takes us closer to recovering healing on this spiritual journey of transformation and wholeness. Step four, we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of our lives. Think about this. If you were in a war and you were able to seize your enemy's battle plans, how much more would your chances be for victory? Now hold that thought for a moment. Last week, we addressed three thought-provoking questions. Number one, why do we do the sinful and sane things we do? Two, why we can't stop doing that which is wrong? And three, how did we become this out-of-control person? Believe it or not, the Apostle Paul may have wondered the same things. In Romans 7, verses 14 and 15, Paul admits that he battles with his sinful nature. He cries out that he wants to do good, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to do what is wrong, but he does it anyway. Can you relate to Paul's dilemma? You know you do. All of us can identify with Paul's struggles, especially those that battle addiction. We want to do what's good and healthy, but invariably fall into our destructive patterns. Paul also acknowledged there's a power within him that's at war with his mind. Folks, that's the spiritual warfare that we've been learning about. And with Paul, the battlefield in his mind is in ours as well. But then in verse 24 and 25, Paul gives us a hope shot as he proclaims, who shall deliver me from this life dominated by sin and death? Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. It's in the power and salvation of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit leading us through this process that we're able to disarm Satan's weapons that have reduced us to being prisoners of this spiritual warfare, prisoners of our own mind. Here's a prime example of being a prisoner of our own minds. Look, God created us with instincts for companionship, intimacy, material and emotional security. These God-given desires are necessary and they're good. But unfortunately, through our addictive thinking, the evil one distorts and uses these instincts to dominate us, drive us, control us, and rule our lives. They're called misdirected instincts. For example, our obsessive and compulsion for emotional security births self-centeredness. Materialism becomes our idols. Prestige turns to self-righteousness, and intimacy evolves into twisted sexual behavior. 
And these misdirected instincts that are running wild in our lives, they cause physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual liabilities and illness. And then eventually we lose ourselves in confusion and bewilderment, and we act out with denial, anger, self-centeredness, fear, depression, resentments, and a plethora of other distorted emotions. We refuse to admit that we're out of control, and we hide our guilt and shame by isolating as we fall deeper into this dark, sinful world of addiction. Listen, if I've described your existence today, you need to hear me loud and clear. This perverse soul sickness must be addressed. Before we can recover and heal from the dark abyss of addiction, we must come out of hiding. Let me jump ahead for a moment. Soon we'll be introducing the fifth step of recovery, which entails confession. Well... What are we to confess? How do we recognize our sins, our shameful secrets, our embarrassing behaviors and spoil hopes that are hidden deep in our souls? How do we find the answers to the questions we addressed at the beginning of our meeting? The hows and whys we've become a stranger to ourselves. Once again, this is where the fourth step comes into play. This principle is where the answers to our unsettling questions are found. This principle exposes our unconfessed sins, our guilt, our shame, these misdirected instincts, and it helps us to get in touch with the part of us that's been hidden for far too long. I want you to hear this. This is so powerful. This searching in moral inventory will launch our repressed nature to the forefront so that we never have to deal with regrets or repeated failures again, that we can move forward. This inventory prepares us to have a funeral for our past. Is that powerful? I want you to think of it this way. Just like a business takes inventory of its stock, with pen in hand, we walk down the aisles of our lives and we note areas of our weakness, strengths, the good, the bad, the ugly, what must be discarded and what must be nourished. Now, it's been asked, why must this inventory be written? Well, by penning our history lesson, we will unlock parts of our subconscious that remains locked in the recesses of our mind if we simply think about it or talk about it. But once on paper, it's easier to recognize and it's harder to deny our true nature. We must write it to own it, to claim it. We have to tell on ourselves. We have to look at our mess before we can clean up our mess. It's in black and white. We're the ones that need a spiritual transformation, not the outside world or the people in our lives that we blame for our demise. And our search must go beyond the surface in order to expose these misdirected instincts, these spiritual malignant tumors of addiction, the root causes of our sinful disease. 
It's like taking a spiritual x-ray, an MRI, or an ultrasound of our inner being. And using the pen as a surgical scalpel, we examine these negative traits, the behaviors, the exposed, repressed nature to find the exact nature of our illness. Now listen, if you've gone into hiding, you're not unique. Mankind has been hiding from sin, guilt, shame since the beginning of time. And we learn that in the scripture I ask you to reference in Genesis 3, 6 through 13. It's in this historical event that Adam and Eve allowed Satan to tempt them to eat of the forbidden fruit by offering them godlike power and wisdom. And their self-righteousness and self-centeredness caused them to overstep God's given boundaries and to plunge the whole human race into sin. And after their disobedience, they felt guilt, shame because of their sin and nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves, and they went into hiding. And we've been covering up and hiding ever since. Now, we don't wear fig leaves, but we wear many invisible masks because we're ashamed of who we are inside. And our mask consists of many different personalities to camouflage our sins, guilt, shame over our mind, over our body, and over our soul sickness. Let me share a portion of my inventory that you might relate to. I wore many masks, many personality changes to conceal the guilt, shame, fear, and insecurities in my life. These masks were interchangeable. I had a mask for my loved ones, one for church, one for business. I had a mask for recovery meetings, and I had a mask for my addictive lifestyle. By the way, how many masks do you wear? How many splintered personalities do you have? Just asking. Let me continue. I tried to control and manipulate everyone and everything around me. I took advantage of everyone within reach. I would lure you in and consume you physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially. And then I would act out in rage when confronted with my soul sickness, my mental illness. I refused to admit that I had a problem and I would blame you for my demise. I was void of any responsibility. I was a hypocrite. I got to tell you, you wouldn't have liked that Terry Hand I just described. And in moments of clarity, I didn't like myself either. I didn't know who that Terry Hannah was. I became a stranger to myself. But then I went to work and I journaled this searching, fearless moral inventory. I discovered the root causes of being entrenched in my denial, self-centeredness, and why I minimized my problems. I discovered that my control issues and my blame game were only a means to camouflage my uncontrolled, sinful, mentally ill, addictive lifestyle. And there was so much more that I learned about this stranger living within my soul. My friends, I came out of hiding. I was preparing a funeral for my past. Now, since I've applied this fourth step to my life and I continue to ask God to search my soul and remove anything that offends him, 
I'm a new person in Christ. I'm not perfect. God's still working on me, but I'm not that difficult to like today. Now, I want to share with you a valuable life lesson I learned from Jesus in Matthew 23, verses 25 through 26. Jesus called the Pharisees a hypocrite. He told them, you clean the outside of the cup acting religious. Folks, that was their mask. But on the inside, you're filthy, full of greed and self-indulgence. You must wash the inside of the cup and the outside will come clean. Folks, recovery is an inside job. And it's only by uncovering the hidden parts of ourselves that we'll be able to change this outer person. Let me say this to you. If you've eaten of the forbidden fruit of addiction, if you feel like a hypocrite, if you feel dirty inside, this fourth spiritual principle is a precious way to wash the inside. And that may involve crying and bathing our souls with tears. Listen, when the real person comes out of hiding, we have to deal with it. And we know facing the truth will be painful. But we also know if Jesus Christ is your Savior, he'll fill the empty places uncovered in our inventory. And he does that with love, care, protection, and guidance. With God's gift of salvation, by applying biblical instructions to our lives, and doing a searching and fearless moral inventory will be led to a life full of grace, faith, mercy, humility, and healing. When are you going to come out of hiding? When are you going to have a funeral for your past and leave it behind you? Powerful message. Thank you, Father. Next week, We're going to introduce the fifth step of recovery, that we admitted to God, to ourselves, and another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. And I want you to reference Psalm 32, verses 1 through 6, and we're going to learn how to receive relief from all the years of dishonesty. Amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com